0: Hello and welcome to today's Insights from the Shed podcast. Today's podcast coincides with the launch of our new Oxford and Dubai websites along with the new branding. Once again, I'm joined by Kelly and Ben, where we'll be discussing the reasons why we decided to refresh our current website, create a new website for for our Dubai office and why we felt we needed a fresh new look. Also look at the benefits for businesses to review their websites on a regular basis and how we can help. From our previous podcast, you will know that Ben is now permanently based in our Dubai office. So, before we start, I have to ask Ben, how's life in Dubai apart from the sunshine and the heat?
1: Yeah, it's very hot. That is the uh, that is, I can't lie and say it. it's not not nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really good. It's it's been a eventful couple of weeks, just getting ready, getting settled in, but uh, but yeah, loving it so far. I mean, it's definitely different to walking through the Oxfordshire countryside to the office. I'm now walking through skyscrapers so definitely a contrast there but it's uh, it's definitely enjoyable
0: excellent good well in future podcasts um, we are going to delve deeper into um ads life in dubai um and it'll be good to hear about all the steps you've taken you know ever since we've been there so we look forward to that one and kelly um how's may been for you
2: may has been a busy one actually lots of lots of i guess change in terms of ben moving out to dubai Uh, Lots going on in the office, which is really exciting. Lots of things in the pipeline that we're launching this week. Excellent. So yeah, it's it's gone quickly. Very good.
0: Brilliant. Okay, so the reason for today's podcast is really because, as I said, we coincide with the launch of our new website, a new look, etc. So why did you think it was the right time to re-look at our website? What prompted us to do that?
2: I guess the, uh, the second office opening in Dubai gave us a really great opportunity to just look at everything that we've done in the past, where we are now and where we want to be. It was a really excellent time to just look at the whole of our branding, to be honest. So you'll notice with the website launch, we've got a logo ref- refresh, um, we've got the new websites and we've also got new uh, like collateral then to accompany that. Um, yeah I suppose Ben like some of it was driven by your kind of knowing that you're going to a very fast-paced moving city so rather than like you're saying our countryside office here so it's like that difference as well
1: yeah I I think that was the the key driver behind it was you know we've obviously been in Oxford for 33 years we've got that history that heritage that the the fact that people know us, um and and we built that reputation up over the years, but I think we're coming to a place where nobody knows us, uh, and we've gotta compete in a very fast paced, moving, competitive city. Um, so absolutely it was a case of how can we get that across in the brand, in the look and the feel, whether it be through the website, the logo, um, just in a way that that has that kind of longevity but has that modern approach at the same time. Uh in in a way that, like, I say, is gonna stand out amongst the noise when, you know, there there's probably a lot more competitors here than there was in Oxford. And we don't have that, that history and that heritage to rely on. Um, so we, we've got to stand out in one way or another. And, and I think the logo, the brand, the website, it all comes and plays a part in, in doing that.
2: I think you're right, Ben. There's such a difference in placement with the new office in Dubai, because exactly that. We are pretty much a startup in Dubai. So we don't know, we don't have too many contacts out there. We don't have that many connections. So it really is a different proposition. I think the logo, refresh, the rebrand, the new website places us at that kind of innovative end of the spectrum rather than, you know, a trusted and reliable agency that we are here. The Dubai office is a very different offering. Yeah. How
0: important do you think a website is these days? You know, what's the, I mean, I know it's a silly question because everybody goes to a website first, but is it around the fact that what do people want on that website now? You know, what are they looking for as a consumer?
1: I, th- I think it's definitely changed. I think it's definitely, you, you know, over the years, you, you know, you go about five, six, you know, further than that many years ago and people just wanted information. It was just pace for information and, and detail. And I think because the market is, no matter what industry you're in, I think it's so saturated with content that I think people people look for a bit of an experience now. I think that's kind of why we saw, you know, you go back to maybe seven or eight years and we were seeing a lot of people visit like the about us and the team pages on the website. And that kind of died out as attention spans got shorter. People just wanted to get on, get the information they needed and get out. But I think recently we've seen a real resurgence in that in the last couple of years. Of people visiting that about us page because they want to know more about the company, who they're going to work with. They want to go through the website, look at the video content. It, it's a lot more now, I think, especially with companies, big companies like you, you've got your Apple. If you ever go on Apple's website and look at the new iPad, the new iMac, whatever it might be, um, you get an experience of a web page. You don't just get a page telling you all the specs of how big the screen is and how much memory it's got you get big visuals you get scroll effects you get some animation in there i think that's what people look for now and i think that's the thing that make people stand out from the crowd especially small to medium sized businesses where you look at you know a lot of the clients we work with you look at their competitors in the work in in the marketplace and they're all a bit behind and they're all very much still text heavy you know pdf documents for downloads that sort of thing whereas I think what we try and do with our websites now is is give people a bit more of an experience. You know, there's only so much experience you can do with, with some websites because the information is the vital and important part. But I think where we can introduce that animation, those interaction elements, you know, whether it's video content or whether it's you know when you scroll down the page, a certain action triggers. Those sort of bits, I think, just just give people a bit more excitement about a website where they've kind of got fed up of just just viewing content and viewing text on the page, really.
0: Yeah, I think we felt sorry, Kelly. Go on, you were saying. I was
2: just going to say, I think, like the answer to your question, I think, is a website is vital yeah. for for any size of business. You know, people's buying decisions and buying cycles now mostly start online, and if you haven't got that online presence of a website, then you're already at a disadvantage. Yeah. It's also a great portal to show the scope and the scale of your business so through subtle use of you know partners that you're working with so recognizable brands that you're working with it's a great portal to hold client testimonials or customer reviews um, I would say it's one of the most essential parts really of, of a marketing for any business of any size
0: Yeah. So is it difficult to create your own website? You know, I I know that's, I know the answer to that because I'm in it, but you know, it it is always (laughs) tough, isn't it? To create your own. Yeah.
1: I think as a a web developer myself, I've obviously got a bias and say, uh, you know, you you should definitely use someone who knows what they're doing. But um, (laughs) I I think that the the thing is nowadays it is easy to build a website, uh, but I think it's difficult to build a good website. Um, I think that's that's the thing, and I think that's the thing we 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 come across when we speak to clients is that it's easy to think about a website in pictures and text, but I think what people forget is that customer journey, that experience that we mentioned. It's it's how do you get people from point A to point B in not necessarily just the quickest way possible because attention spans are so short. So we've got to work on grabbing their attention in in a matter of literally two seconds, um, but also. We want to get them to a point where they can find that information whilst having that experience along the way and obtaining information they maybe didn't even realize they, they wanted or needed, but we can provide that in a way that helps them make a more informed decision when they get to that point of inquiry or purchase. Um, so it's, yes, I mean, there's plenty of tools out there. You've got your Wix, you've got your GoDaddy, you know, visual website builder. There's plenty of tools that people can pick up and within an afternoon maybe have a basis of a website together. But I think it's all those elements that go around it that go, well, how do we stand out from the crowd and actually think deeper than just text, images, video? It's actually how does that all come together and tell that story?
0: So how often do you think business owners should be looking at their website in terms of reviewing their websites and making amends? You know, I suppose there isn't any set time, but, you know, you know, we found that during lockdown, it was actually quite a good opportunity for a lot of companies that then came to us and said, Oh, you know, we've we we've got now time to review our content, etc. You know, do you think that it shouldn't just be when a lockdowns on? It, you know, it should be a a year, two years, three years, or when something changes. I don't, I
2: don't really know. You know, is there any set answer to that? For me, I think it's an ongoing process. So the way that Google indexes sites these days, really, new content needs to be added really regularly, and when I say regularly, I mean monthly. So I think if you've got, if you get into the habit of reviewing your website monthly or quarterly as a minimum, then I think you'd always be ahead of the game in terms of what Google is searching for, indexing for, and looking for in a good site.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. And I think it's something that should, every business should schedule into their plans on on a monthly basis, just to look at what's changed on that website, whether it's a new case study being added, a new blog being added, because of the Google benefits that Kelly's just, just mentioned there, but also because of you think about repeat customers or you think about r- customers that are still in that buying decision, that buying process. If they're coming back to your website and seeing fresh new content, they know you're a living, breathing business that, that care and you want to put that information out there and new, new details, new case studies, new testimonials. Whereas if, if you come back to a website in a month's time or six months time or a year's time and it's still the same thing. Whereas your competitors are updating that on a regular basis, I think it just gives gives you that edge if you've got new content on there, whether it's, you know, you can completely change the look and feel of a website with some different imagery. So it doesn't need to be a whole brand refresh and a whole new website designed and new layouts each time. It can just be as simple as change some images every now and again. You know, have a look at, you know, the color schemes on there, are they still up to date? Are they still in line with the logo? Is the logo still up to date and modernized and things like that. So I think there's a lot of elements there that can be done steadily over time And then I'd probably say on a larger basis, every every couple of years at least, um, have a look at the website as a whole, you know, because new technology becomes available, new software becomes available. So it's how you can take your website to that next level, whether it's do things like chatbots or automated email systems, or, you know, even just simple things again, you know, changing some layouts and putting some new meet the team interactions on there. All of those bits can can play a massive part in helping your website stand out from the crowd. um, And it should absolutely be reviewed on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, I know it's it, it's going to be easy to say this, but you're right about when you mentioned about Apple the other day. You know, I got a new Apple phone earlier this week, and I went on their site just to kind of like see the video on how to use it and stuff. And uh, it just makes you excited, doesn't it, Apple? Because you know, I know Apple isn't all the be all and end all, but it's just the fact that they their imagery and their styling is just so good, isn't it? It just lo- you know, it just makes you feel a bit excited, really. But yeah, yeah.
2: everything they do is slick
0: yes but <laughs> this i'm nice. sure
1: there's emma's yeah and it, pl- it pl- plays a massive part of their brand and i think that's that's where you look at the difference i'm going a bit off tangent here but that's where you look at the difference between brand and logo you mean a, a, a logo is just it, it's an image it's an icon it's a visual representation of your business and i think you look at apple and you go well, what is their logo it is just a flat 2d apple that doesn't say anything about computers technology being cutting edge um but the brand is then everything that backs that logo up. So it's all of the website experience. It's all of the product experience. Right down to the point when you unbox an iPhone or an iPad, you get that You get that experience you don't get elsewhere. And I think that, to me, is is what brand is compared to a logo. And I think that's that's where we've looked at that for ourselves and where we look at it for clients is going, well, we can create a logo, no problem. And, and you know, you've still got all those elements to think about in terms of, you know longevity but you want it to be modern you want it to feel fresh and and, and appropriate for the time but at the same time the website how does that tie into that logo and how does that back that brand up and that's where you talk about experience and like i say now you look at apple you look at nike with their tick that doesn't tell you anything about trainers sportswear fitness equipment doesn't say anything about that but the fact it's so synonymous with all of that is because of the brand that backs it up
0: so Ben, we've, you, when we looked at creating the website, you've obviously created two websites. You've obviously got the Oxford one and the Dubai one. What was the thinking behind that? Having the two different websites, different colouring, what made you think about that?
1: Um, I think there was a few factors. I think it all tied back in, in terms of the colouring, it all tied back into the, the kind of logo design. Uh, and I think, like I said, we wanted to be strong, powerful, stand out in the crowd. And it's something that's going to work across multiple platforms as well. Um, That's such a consideration nowadays with logos is, you know, does it work on the website? Does it work on social media and the the kind of icons that they've got? Um, Does it work in print? And and all these factors that obviously play play a big part um, in creating an an impactful logo that again, is gonna stand the test of time and have a modern approach to it, but have that longevity to it as well. Um, So with the logo, it was kind of, how can we make it very creative and very much us and I guess on the face of it, it is our name in a, in a box. Um, but behind that, you know, the, the font, for example, you can't get that font anywhere. It, it is a tweaked font. It is customized to us and bespoke. So it's not something you can, you can go and get off the shelf. Um, the, the square around it was just that kind of simple tie into one thing we always say to us is, you know, we always try and think outside the box. Um, so again, that tied into that sort of tie, but really it just give us a, a nice unique element like the Nike logo, like the Apple icon. Uh it's something that just stands out. And I think, you know, hopefully with time as we grow grow the brand and grow grow the logo presence and that brand awareness, then we'll have that that recognition of, you know, that that teal or Aqua Marine, as I keep calling it, uh logo is is ADS Dubai and that orange square is ADS Oxford. Um and it's very much sort of all of those elements come together to, to look at that, uh, and that's why we wanted to separate them. Is is whilst they're the same, you know, overall company and the same same team working on, on different sides. It was how can we give ourselves a unique approach here and a unique presence in Dubai, and make it very clear that we have got two offices now, and we are you know we are bigger than just one single office. Um, so again, that was that was a thought process behind having two websites, thought process behind having two separate logos very much the same brand, but just slightly different colours schemes um, to to create that level of separation.
0: Yeah, I think also, I mean, I remember having a conversation, I think, with you when you first presented the logo designs to us that you felt our current logo was a bit flat. What does that actually mean?
1: I, th- I think it was that thing again, and, and, and the way I always picture it, and, and it's that cheesy thing, if you ask any logo designer, it's, you know, if you saw it on the side of a building or you saw it on a postage stamp, does that logo... Convey what it's trying to. Does it stand out? Can you recognize it still? Uh, and to me, our, our old logo—it worked for a purpose for a long time. But again, I think it's that—that that how do we, how are we on top of things? How are we cutting edge? And you know, your logo isn't something you should be changing every two minutes. It should be something that can change and can evolve over time. You know, the biggest brands in the world change their logos, um, but it has to be fit for a purpose for it for a good amount of time and have elements of things that that are going to stick stick out and, and stand the test of time. Um, so very much, uh, I felt our old one was, was flat in a way of, it, it was fit for purpose at the time, but it was, it was quite thin in the fonts. Um, there was no kind of unique icon elements to it. Um, so again, if you saw it on the side of a building, yes, it, it absolutely conveyed what we do. But when you scale it down to a social media icon, um, you kinda, it kind of got lost in the noise a little bit. So that's where introducing that bright, bold square it's such a simple element, but it really stands out. And whether you see it on a white background on social media, or you see it on a dark background on the windows here in the office, it stands out and it's bright and it's vibrant and it catches the eye, uh, which is very much sort of the the point of it.
2: Yeah, I'd agree. I think the bold element, the new logo, really reinforces two elements that are suitable for Oxford and suitable for D- for Dubai. So in Oxford, we're very well established. we've got a good market share, it shows our history and heritage. In Dubai, it's the absolute opposite. We're a startup. We want to stamp our authority in Dubai. I think that logo allows us to do that. Yeah, I think what I also really like about the two sites, the two separate
0: sites, is the fact that there's, you can get some really good iconic images, can't you? I mean, Oxford has got some fantastic skyline, is brilliant, you know, okay, you've not got the beach or you don't always have, but the, the Radcliffe camera is such an iconic
2: image of Oxford and therefore then you can change that to the one in Dubai. Yeah, both cities, I think, have fantastic skylines, don't they? But very, very different. And I think the use of that imagery and video throughout, throughout those sites again, reinforces our placement in those cities.
1: Yeah, and I think that was very much the focus of using that that Oxford imagery and that Dubai imagery was, again, we've got that history and that heritage in Oxford. So, you know, it, it is such an iconic place and it is our home. So why not bring that to the forefront and, and give some people something to, to view and to recognize when they come onto the site? Uh, and then, like I say, when we contrast that to Dubai, we want to show that difference, that difference of the skyscrapers, the Burj Khalifa, the, the Burj al-Arab, all these amazing buildings that are out here as well so I think bo- both have the same meaning behind them it's just the execution is ever so slightly different for for the the contrast in cities
0: okay well, I know time's getting on and we didn't want to go past the half an hour mark so um so thank you both um Ben um continue to enjoy life in Dubai um, uh, we're jealous here when with the rain <laughs> and uh, Kelly enjoy the rain and the wind in Oxford um and To our audience, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you found today's podcast insightful. Please feel free to be in touch if you'd like to discuss any of the information you've heard today. Kelly or Ben would love to hear from you. Also, if you have any feedback on how the podcast content can be delivered, please just let us know. Otherwise, until next time, enjoy. Thank you, bye.
1: Thanks.